All right, Jeremy, welcome. It's great to have you on the podcast today. Hi, Isla. Thank you so much for having me. It's good to be here. So, Jeremy, for those of you that maybe don't know who you are or haven't had uh, the pleasure of interacting with you on campus, what would you like listeners to know about you before we begin? Well, I first am a huge fan of Eastern Nazarene College. It is home in so many ways. I'm an alum and I am a pastor locally. I've taught uh, on campus, but it's been a couple of years. So I'm locally, I'm a pastor and that is my gig. That's my main gig uh, as pastor of church over in Hingham, which students might not know where that is, but if you've ever gone to Derby Street shops or to Nantasket Beach, you've come through Hingham. Um, so I'm just a past local pastor. Nice. Nice. Well, today we're going to be talking about the rhythm of fasting. So I guess I'd like to start with when did you first learn about or begin to understand the concept of fasting and what was your first impression of it? That is a great way uh, to begin. I, <laughs> you know, I've gr- I grew up in the church. Um, I think as far as I can't tell you the moment that I first uh, put together what fasting is, but I have to say growing up in the church, I was not invited um, that I can remember, at least, I was not invited to fast. Um, it was something people in the Bible did in times of trouble um, or times of repentance. Um, so I, don't, I guess I'd have to say it was really in seminary. When I was in seminary, that I became to have a much deeper appreciation uh, for the practice uh, of fasting um, in spiritual formation classes and then uh, under spiritual direction. And as I've preached, uh, I've uh, sermon series on spiritual disciplines. Um, yeah, so it's kind of been a, a growth. And, and I am, I'm no expert on fasting. Mm-hmm. I, I think part of the beauty of the practice is it's something that is always fresh when you're actually fasting. Um, you know, we all pray, I, I think, um, quite a bit. But fasting is like that extra, extra measure um, that goes beyond that might take you for me at least has always taken different forms and shapes every time mm-hmm. I've practiced fasting. Um, so it's been a growth uh, over the years and still is, I should say, as a practice. Hmm. Do you remember what you fasted from or what was, or for what reason you fasted the first time you practiced it? If you feel comfortable yeah. sharing. Yeah. So, I mean, biblically, right. It's primarily a thing about concerning uh, what we take into our bodies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's certainly how I uh, started out. Um, I will tell you right off the bat that I am really unable to completely abstain from food. Mm-hmm. Um, just my body doesn't doesn't work that that way. Yeah. Um, so my practices have been more along the lines of, you know, there've been periods where I've um, fasted from lunch on Fridays mm-hmm. um, and spent that time in prayer uh, or in corporate prayer um, John Wesley is well known that's, um, in addition to other periodic times, that mm-hmm. was his fast every week was, was Friday lunch. And so I tried to live into that for a while. And, mm-hmm. um, so I, I, abstained from meals. I've done that, but more so there are periods and seasons of life where I have fasted from certain practices. Mm-hmm. Um, like, um, you know, there's been uh, times in my life where, when it comes to taking a shower, Um, I've limited the amount of time in the shower and there's a Mm. whole bunch of other connections that, you know, being in solidarity with people without clean water and and aspects Mm -hmm. like that. Um, I have fasted from certain food groups, uh, that this is very common, right. Um, Mm -hmm. to, to go vegetarian for quite a while, um, or to, you know, dairy or whatever, whatever else it may be. You know, the thing is, Isla, when it comes to fasting 
for me at least, I have lived into the practice to reframe my mindset and my spirit mm-hmm. in light of something that's going on. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so again, when, it, when it's limiting showers, it's to, to think about those who, who don't have access to clean water mm-hmm. or when it's, you know, vegetarian thinking about what it means to, you know, to take into my body another living being uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, or what it means to, to be participant in certain practices or systems or uh, whatever else it may be. And I think, I think that even biblically, that, that's a, a good way to think about fasting mm-hmm. is to, to remove myself from something that I usually do, that I usually depend on or enjoy as a, as a means of thinking more deeply about life and my participation in it. And ultimately, my, de- my need and dependence upon God uh, mm-hmm. for all things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can be a, a variety of different things that people might, might choose. It, it, it might be... Um, sex it might be mm-hmm. conversation you know people go on on uh spiritual retreats where they don't speak and, mm-hmm. and what does that you know so there's all sorts of different things um that i've practiced and tried um over, over the years when it comes to removing something from life to better focus on god mm. yeah i love that description and that definition of fast fasting that noticing um as we bring it into our into our daily rhythms or weekly rhythms I'm, I'm curious how, uh, what have you noticed w- about your relationship with God or your relationship with others through periods of fasting or um, afterwards as you've maybe done things to notice, uh, to notice those things that are being impacted? Yeah, it, it really is about awareness, I think, uh, opening up um, awareness to, to re- relationship, to connection. So it might just, it might be interpersonal relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And so in the times when you, when you might not, not speak for a while, so, you know, I'm just going to, mm-hmm. <laughs> even an hour, right? I'm just going to go an hour and not talk. You realize just how much you depend on, you know, this person or that person or being able to be heard mm-hmm. um, or whatever, whatever else it, it might be that you depend on. Mm-hmm. And so the result for me has been, I mean, I don't do any of these things perpetually, you know, mm-hmm. I, I've, I eat meat still. Um, I, I, I certainly talk. Um, I, any of these practices aren't perpetual for me. They are for some people, right? Mm-hmm. Some people, they make major life changes that, um, that are for, for good as far as they can, they can tell. But for me, what, what it's done is it's opened my eyes to my dependence. Mm. You know, part of the problem, I think, for we who live in abundance and despite COVID and despite you know, even I'm mm-hmm. sure some people are in financial difficulty. We still, for the most part, live in, in significant abundance, perhaps more abundance than than any um, society has ever known um, mm-hmm. in, in human history. And that makes fasting really hard, actually, mm-hmm. because because of our ultimately it's a dependence on stuff, on things. And I have such availability to me. Um, I can click a few buttons and tomorrow morning have what I want on my doorstep. I mean, that is significant dependence actually um, and part of the difficulty of COVID actually and the pandemic has been we've had some of these things removed from us and that's what's led to a whole you know our our personas being so dark and and difficult to deal with things mm-hmm. uh, whereas so many other people they, they went lacking these things they just go they lack these things as it is mm-hmm. uh, in life um, so it's very hard for us who are in abundance um, to fast and I think that's why we need to I think that's why we, we need to, to return to the practice or to discover it for the first time, perhaps, um, to, to realize that at the end of the day, our prayer is 
a prayer of faith. Give us this day our daily bread. Mm-hmm. Um, and fasting helps us realize what our daily bread actually is when it comes to God's will for us. Um, and so in terms of relationship with God and, and opening my eyes to my utter need for the Lord, mm-hmm. that, that's what fasting does. Um, mm-hmm. it, it gives me new perspective on what I actually need and what I just want. Mm. Yeah. And I assume that maybe has looked differently. That awareness has looked differently um, depending on what stage of life you've fasted in too. But. Yeah, that's absolutely true. You know, um, I don't recommend anyone fast. I mean, we, we all need, we have needs. We have to eat. Um, mm-hmm. We have to drink. We have to be in relationship. We, you know, um, so fasting isn't just about beating yourself up. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I've got six kids um, and that demands rightly so demands a certain framework of life mm-hmm. of, of meals and eating together and, you know, providing as a father, mm-hmm. uh, as a parent, I should say. Um, and so, yeah, in your, in your given situation, it really depends, you know, I mean, if you're giving up something that you don't even really want or need, you're not fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the best, when people ask me, what should I do to fast? I tell them pray. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ultimately, you know, you know what you <laughs> depend on um, that takes the place of God mm-hmm. um, in, in your life. And so work on that. It doesn't mean you're giving it up forever. It doesn't mean you have to give it up for a year at a time, but just try begin in little increments or little amounts and then mm-hmm. move up uh, as, as you go along. But you know, we all know <laughs> uh, the things that, that we could step away from to, to better live into relationship mm-hmm. with God. But you're right. It's absolutely contextual. It's mm-hmm. personal, very personal mm-hmm. uh, fasting. is. There is corporate fasting, uh, but for the most part, you know, Jesus tells us in the Sermon on the Mount that if we're doing fasting right, no one else will even know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a very personal thing, um, fasting. So figure it out, pray, pray through it, ask a pastor, sure, ask a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking about, about fasting. You know, what, would, what do you think that would look like for me? Um, but you're right, it's contextual. Yeah. Yeah, and going back to, uh, I love that you mentioned that awareness, you know, and I love to say that you can't really fail at a spiritual practice. It just helps you notice, right, your dependencies or, or what you're, or it's just a starting place for your conversation with God, you know, wow, I set that intention and I couldn't do it. Okay, God, like, let's, let's talk about that. And I'm, I'm curious, was there ever a time that you set an intention to fast for something and then for whatever reason, couldn't follow through or, uh, didn't pan out the way you intended. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I, and I'm not, I'm not avoiding answering the question with a specific instance. Cause I don't want to tell you, I'm just sure that there have been, Yeah. I mean, Lent is short, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it might feel long sometimes, but, and perhaps we have been in a year long Lent at this mm-hmm. point. Um, but 40 days or 40 days within 46, however you want to count them. Um, is a short amount of time, but even then, you know, I'm mm-hmm. sure there have been times when I've come to the end and missed something, you know, yeah. uh, or just decided I can't, act- look, I have, I mentioned earlier mm-hmm. that I can't fast completely from food mm-hmm. for very long. Mm-hmm. It was changing me physiologically and emotionally. Mm-hmm. And that's not, that's, that's, not, that's no good. That's not mm-hmm. what the Lord is. Again, okay. we're not beating ourselves up in this. Um, so yeah, I'm sure there have been times when, when I've, I've pulled back or stopped or, I mean, yeah, the word fail is harsh um, perhaps, mm-hmm. but I'm sure there have been times when I did not live up to the initial mm-hmm. commitment I made, but could have and should have. 
Um, but you know what? That's where a graceful God um, picks, picks us up. Um, and I mean, that, that's what we have with every new day, right? Is mm -hmm. the opportunity um, of a ever loving God uh, mm -hmm. to begin again. Um, if, if we live in the, in the failures of my past fasting <laughs> uh, <laughs> inadequacies, um, then we're just further pulling us away from, from the love that mm -hmm. God has for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now you mentioned Lent and we are in the middle of coming to the end, I guess, a few more days of Lent. And yeah, I think it's true that a lot of people who have um, intentionally practiced Lent uh, fasting from something during Lent in the past have felt a little, that's felt difficult this year in light of the pandemic. And I'm wondering if you could just touch on that a little bit, maybe for yourself or what you've heard um, through yeah. your church community. How has that been this, this year? Yeah. You know, this year I actually let, I invited people to not, to not fast mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. at the beginning of Lent or to not, you know, live as much into even the cruciformity of the cross um, in the ways that my church is practicing the best. Like we, mm -hmm. at least for an evangelical church, I think I can say that um, we've, we've lived all the more into Lent than perhaps many of the churches have mm. um, in the 15 years I've been here. Mm. But this year I was, just, I was like, <laughs> you know, um, things are different right now. And one, one of the beautiful things about Lent is that uh, the Sundays aren't part of the season. Um, mm -hmm. And so Sundays are outside of Lent because even during Lent, Christ is risen. Mm -hmm. um, even during this season, we remember and we know that the Lord has victory. Mm -hmm. and, and that is something we look forward to. And so I just call people to remember that even more this year, <laughs> that um, the Lord is victorious and the Lord is good and the Lord gives us what we need. And so, yeah, I, I ultimately, I, I said to people, if you feel like you need to, or perhaps <laughs> you've gotten into some rhythms during COVID <laughs> that you know can't last um, or shouldn't last, mm -hmm. um, then that's where we can, you know, we add, we add things instead or, right. or we, we replace with, with the goodness of, of whatever it is. You know, I think the Lord is all in the end, we're going to a feast. Mm -hmm. Eternal is a feast and not a fast. Mm -hmm. Um, and we, we can practice that right now should, uh, mm -hmm. as well, or we should practice that right now. And, um, so again, I've said it like four times now, don't beat yourself up, <laughs> but do it in such a way that, it leads to the goodness of the Lord because that's what it's meant to do. Mm -hmm. No, that's a good reminder. I, I remember uh, my dad is a pastor actually. And I remember when I was younger, the first a Lent season where he was like, you know, you could add something if, if you wanted to intentionally. And I was like, Oh, I can add something. That's, <laughs> that's really yeah. interesting. And because it's that awareness, right. That making way for, for um, time or with God or deeper noticing of God in our present daily life. And so sometimes when you add a practice or change a rhythm, it helps you notice similar things. Than, than yeah. Past. And if I can just interject, I, I think our biblical precedents, um, whether it's Jesus in the wilderness um, mm -hmm. or Elijah or, or even Israel um, in their times of, of minimalism, I guess you might <laughs> say, there's always something yet to come. And that's the purpose. Mm -hmm. um, fasting is a tool. It's a servant. It's not a master. Mm -hmm. um, it's something that, that leads us to the goodness of the Lord uh, yes. in the end. And so for Christ, you know, his, his 40, 40 days was just prior to his ministry. Uh, to, to really his coming out party um, when it comes to being in public ministry. And so it was preparation for something mm -hmm. uh, to come. It, it, fasting, um, at least in the New Testament, has never been a punishment. Mm -hmm. um, 
but it is for something. So it's not about the past. It's mm-hmm. for something yet to come. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, add it, if that means adding something, I, in fact, I would, all, I would say, I think I would say that fasting should always have replacement activity. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the general notion is that you fast to be able to pray, um, mm-hmm. that you, you set that, that time or that meal or whatever else it is aside to, to be intentional mm-hmm. in prayer. But it might be something else, you know, there might, you might, it might mean that you are spending more time in conversation mm-hmm. or, or you, instead of doing whatever that activity is you're fasting from, be intentional about reading scripture or listening to music or walking in the woods or whatever else it might be that I think for the most part, I would say there's always a replacement um, mm-hmm. activity an add on as we were mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. And, and thank you for mentioning, you know, not thinking of fasting as a punishment, um, whether we feel like we're self-inflicting or, or you know, someone else is, is asking us to do that. Cause that is, um, I think, you know, that leads us into fasting because we're ashamed of something versus, you know, fasting, like you've said, to draw, draw closer to God. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely not shame. Mm-hmm. Um, now I will say it's, it doesn't mean it's going to be fun. <laughs> uh, it doesn't mean that yeah. you know we're going to always enjoy i mean it's fasting is very physiological it, it's mm-hmm. it's it, it is one of the reminders we receive from it is that we are bodies that mm-hmm. we, that we are a complete human being um and that spirituality isn't just about what i think in my head or feel in my heart mm-hmm. but god made us as complete human bodies mm-hmm. and so even if, even if i say like you know i'm not going to watch netflix for a month mm-hmm. There are actually things happening in my body when I watch Netflix um, mm-hmm. or when I don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, you know, it might put me in a bad mood. I mean, I, I'm not going to name any names, but I, I live with six little ones um, <laughs> that when I set, you know, this is a forced fast, so it's not really fasting. But when I say you're not on your screen for, you know, the next, the rest of the night, I get attitude, right? Mm-hmm. And there are physiological things happening out of that that mm-hmm. um, that we want to pay attention to when we actually are fasting. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, it's not a punishment, no shame, but it's not going to be fun. And there's mm-hmm. a reason for that, because mm-hmm. we're trying to remove our dependency upon that which is not of, of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm glad you named the relationship between, you know, our spiritual, our spiritual lives and then our embodied lives as people on this earth and fasting is such a connection of those two. Um, I mean, we are, we're in a body, right? We're humans. And um, those two were both and at least for now. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it is about faith too, though, right? I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes I think for we who have grown up in American society, you know, fasting or even prayer, um, you know, we've never had to pray for rain for our crops, mm. right? I mean, it's just, and so when we hear about someone else doing that, you know, we might wonder what faith looks like in that scenario. Mm-hmm. How could they look to God for, you know, God doesn't do that, but we've never had to, mm-hmm. at least I should say for the most part, perhaps certainly there might be people listening who've had to pray for food mm-hmm. uh, or pray for shelter. Absolutely. Um, but there is a significant faith element to this. Um, I, I brought up earlier, just that line that Jesus t- taught us to pray, give us this day, uh, our daily bread. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're fasting from whatever it is that, that you've been depending on, the hope is that you realize that your utter dependence is upon God, that daily bread, that manna, right? He's referring to Israel's mm-hmm. um, dependence upon God for food. 
we just don't, we can't always connect with that. Again, mm-hmm. living in a land, a time of abundance. And so, again, that's why all the more, I think it's a practice that, that we would benefit greatly from mm-hmm. uh, in our abundance to realize that, you know, I will die someday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in that moment, I better, I better hope that my dependence is totally uh, on the one who holds life. Yeah. And I think, I think as I'm, as I'm listening to you, I'm hearing how, you know, we're thinking of also how we're such an anxious um, culture and society. And a lot of time, I think that has to do with our dependencies. Um, You know, there's certainly many factors that go into anxiety, but you know, if, if I don't do this, or if I can't have this thing, or if it doesn't go this way, it makes us really anxious. And, and that's understandable, but um, sometimes that just goes, so far and it just, you know, it cripples our whole, our whole day or our whole week. And so um, just as I'm listening to you thinking of fasting as a way to maybe, you know, as we let go of those things, it's wow. Noticing, okay, I went a day without that, you know, give us this day, our daily bread. And I was okay. I was okay. Like it was all right. And, and that, that's just a reminder of how much time is a factor here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, you know, I referenced being able to order Mm -hmm. something, and get it the next day earlier. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of things in our lives like that, that, mm-hmm. you know, we might give up more quickly because we've been trained to receive more quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and with fa- fasting is something that, that takes a duration. Um, mm-hmm. You can start small, mm-hmm. um, but we'll grow stronger as we lengthen our mm-hmm. whatever, whatever it is that we might be fasting from. Um, and because time, time's a factor we don't often notice these days because it's something we can command and, and we think we can control mm-hmm. uh, quite a bit, but fasting is, is another one of the reminders that fasting provides for us is that time is not in our hands and that it might take time for that anxiety to go away. Mm-hmm. Um, it might take time for the result um, of, of your fasting to, to, to bear fruit. You know, fruit mm-hmm. doesn't grow overnight. Um, gardens don't grow overnight. There's a reason that in the Bible, the constant image for us, uh, as an individual and as a, as people are gardens mm-hmm. and they, they take time to, um, to, to be nurtured. And even in the winter, right. The winter time is, is kind of like a fast mm-hmm. where, you know, life isn't being produced, but it's still a necessary time to get to life, right. There's no resurrection without death. You know, all, all these different images we can use to say that fasting um, gives us the opportunity to, to realize the importance of time. And so if it's not working for you after an hour, you got to wait, my friends, <laughs> you, you might need to push a little further mm-hmm. uh, to see, to, to see some, some fruit come out of it. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jeremy, for talking with us today. And I, you've already mentioned a few things I think throughout, but I love to end just with the question, you know, if someone is, is listening and thinking about wanting to try the practice of fasting, what would you say to them? How would you recommend that they yeah. begin? Yeah, I would. I would say to pray about it. I mean, I know that's uh, right. Mm-hmm. I'm a pastor. I'm supposed to say that, but I really mean <laughs> that in the sense of take some time. Don't just jump into, you know, maybe you heard somebody doing something that might be useful, but, but it is very personal mm-hmm. um, to, to figure out, you know, what is it in my life that I, I am leaning greatly into that is, is not, not of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do want to actually, I want to correct that for a moment and mm-hmm. say that most anything is of God. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's not gold in and of itself is not a bad thing, but mm-hmm. when Israel decided to shape that gold into a calf and worship it, okay, then it wasn't of God anymore. Right. And so, you know, something wrong with, with, um, watching Netflix in mm-hmm. and of itself, 
there's nothing wrong with with eating. <laughs> Let's just mm-hmm. go to eating. There's nothing wrong. In fact, you must eat. Um, <laughs> but when eating takes over your life, mm-hmm. or when sugar takes over mm-hmm. your life, or when caffeine or or alcohol mm-hmm. or whatever ever else it might be takes over your life, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's really when fasting um, becomes something for you. So pray about it, and you you likely know mm-hmm. what it is. But pray about it. Ask those who know you well. Don't just ask those who want you to like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ask ask those who know you well. Um, what it might look like and begin small, you know, don't say, okay, I'm not going to eat for 30 days. Uh, <laughs> you you got to start small. This is, this is a practice, right? That's yeah. why we call them practices right? Um, and discipline. It takes disciplines, uh, discipline over time um, to, to get to a point, um, but pray about it. You know, you know what the Lord might say, but then ask for direction in terms of, you know, duration or, or what specifically it might be. One thing I'll just add this that might be mm-hmm. good is just to sit down and take an assessment of your day. Mm-hmm. Um, what am I spending my time on? Mm-hmm. Um, what is, and that's a, I used to make students do that in our Christian ministry, introduction to Christian ministry course, mm-hmm. except it was for a week, right? And I want yeah. you to write down every five minute period of your day, what you're doing. And without exception, um, people were surprised. They were mm-hmm. surprised when they took inventory of their life and said, my goodness, I had no clue. I was playing Fortnite for eight hours a day or whatever else it might be. So an inventory uh, might, might be good to lead you as well. (laughs) Yeah. And I like that, you know, as you mentioned different stages, you know, each time before we fast, we might, our lives might've shifted, right? The thing that was helpful for us to fast from um, earlier may, may be different now. Um, And so just, it's a great way. Yeah, to that's the point, right? That. That's the mm-hmm. point is to try is to try and get away from whatever that thing might mm-hmm. be. So if you did, it worked. Praise be to the, to the Lord and, <laughs> yep. and, and move on to the next thing. Yep. Nice. All right. Well, I think that is a good place to end for now. Um, thanks so much, Jeremy, for just sharing your, your thoughts about fasting. Yep. Thanks uh, for having me and uh, happy rest of the, the, this, what, two or three days of Lent. And uh, Mm -hmm. Sunday is coming. (laughs) Sunday is coming. It is.